0: Coming up on the Noddiest Noddy. So, what I've just said there, it's about a courtroom review gone? is it? <laughs> <I> knew- <laughs> Scott chose JLo's Love Don't Cost a Thing a series winner last week for the ninth time.
1: Janet Jackson's All For You has been Liam's series winner for three weeks now which means it's due to be dumped today.
0: It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) Is there something that could do it? In my mind...
1: It's possible. Do you know what? It's possible. Yeah, every week I see something like, right, Liam is going to reignite love for these tracks. And they're <laughs> always a contender, potentially. So, yeah, you've got, I think you've got a, f- I think you've got a few this week mm. that you could pure go skewiff with.
0: Well, we'll find mm. out very soon. But this is The Naughtiest Naughty. My name is Liam. We've got Scott here as well. Yo. And it's our quest over the next few years of our life, basically, <laughs> to listen to every single pop song. Well, every single popular song. They've got the top 10 of the UK charts in the decade that was the noughties. We're going to assess them on their individual merit, how they've aged uh, in some cases, if they've aged very, very badly, like O-Town, Liquid Dreams and Shaggy. Ooh. And we just try and get to the bottom of which is the very best. It's a very reductive process, but we do try and explain as much as we can over the way. We come from very different backgrounds. There's a 12-year age gap between us. There's mm-hmm. hundreds of miles separated us yeah. in our life, and we've been brought together. We're still we're still at least five miles apart at the moment because I'm in Newcastle and you're in (laughs) Sunderland and you're in a different situation you're in you're like a big I'm in my little cupboard all you know like boxed in you're like a big wide open space can you explain where
1: you are? Mine's is weird so usually at one of the radio stations I work in I can get in out of hours to the radio studios to record my day and week hasn't worked like that this week so I'm actually sitting at my desk using the equipment that I used during lockdown at home, which isn't great, but I'm in. What well, you know? Whenever people take the joke out of, take the piss out of the cheese grater music videos. Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally in that scenario right now. So Liam can see me on Discord, so we can see what it looks like. But it's pointing at a big, massive metal roof. I look like I'm in an actual music video with a cheese grater. So yeah, I'm surrounded by blue sky thinking. There's clouds on the walls, there's stuff everywhere, but yeah, I'm at my desk in an office that's open planned and security could come in at any point and chuck me out because I'm not meant to be here. Uh, Well, I got a screenshot of you demonstrating
0: where you are, so I'll post that on the socials and put in (laughs) folks can see what I can see, which is uh, gorgeous, obviously. So last
1: week we spoke about the infectiously catchy upside down by the 18s. And if I remember correctly, you compared that kind of infectiousness to the coronavirus, (laughs) (laughs) with that in mind here's a voice note from reagan vincenza
2: hey guys so regarding upside down by the 18s i love this song so so much like legit this is one of my favorite songs ever and it just takes me to such a pure pop loving place it's like it's like this primal thing like, sure, it would be nice if maybe the lyrics are a bit more inspiring, but, you know, sometimes that's not actually needed. It's just about this magical, euphoric experience. <laughs> so when this came out, like, like, I'm pretty sure like the second I saw this on music channels, I was like, OK, this is amazing. And I'd recently been to Camden Market in London and, yeah, I would got myself these... Gold Glitter Trainers and I had glitter matching accessories like belt um, bracelet like hair thing had these uh, sky blue flares with glitter on them and I would just like dance my head off like pretending that I was in the 18s it's really just one of those songs that just always leaves me with this super really good feeling like I think if you ever need like, a quick pick me up you can just really listen to this song and you'll be like yes okay I'm ready to go I'm ready to Face my fears and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's
0: so nice. I love all. I love all the fashion details. That, that's that's so great. I want to do that now. That could be our
1: first TikTok. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want euphoric, mental. You know. Yeah. I think that. I do think that actually we have totally, totally underestimated the power of that song because mm. I have had that in my head every night going to sleep for a week. It like literally is not leaving my brain and there's something wrong. There's something wrong here. People <laughs> people think that 5G's ruined it.
3: Oh, it's been around for way longer. Let's
1: not stoke that fire.
3: Let's not stoke <laughs> that fire. Mm-hmm.
1: But also on the 18s front, we have had an email from Andrea Elder of Andrea and Lewis of Spreadsheet Fame, and uh, Andrea says, "Hi both, I'm currently having a listen to 18s on repeat because Lewis is weighing up upside down against Papa Roach
3: for series winner. <laughs> 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 um, and that's exceptional, un-
1: fucking believable. <laughs> um, I'll let you know how it goes, but this shouldn't be happening. Loving the podcast, thanks, guys. Andrea, whoa, what a juxtaposition.
0: Yeah, that's that's that's."
1: Um... They couldn't be much more different, could they? They couldn't be much more different. And then if we can continue to scroll through the inbox, we get another one from Andrea that says, Lewis has redeemed himself and picked Last Resort as a (laughs) series winner again. But it took him watching the music videos to decide, and even then, it was really, really close to make the decision. Looking forward to next week. This week was a bit meh. So Ride With Me was an easy winner for me. And Don't Stop Moving stays on. Cheers, Andrea. Mm. Okay, 18s really have caused the biggest ruckus we've had so far, I think, really. Yeah, I think they might have done, yeah. Mm -hmm. We've also had an Instagram comment from Matt at Picadisc saying, I can't get upside down out of my head. Send help. I'm bouncing off the ceiling. No clue of what I should do. Do that's going to be his final thought on his deathbed.
0: It really, really is. Mm-hmm. So we've had a lot. A-, a lot of people getting in touch to see how much they love 18s. Last week, I think I held back a little bit, and I think I was a bit um, just totally overwhelmed by it. <laughs> if I told you that I've listened to it pretty much every day since we recorded the episodes, oh. and. And I actually, I actually, I want to do something I haven't done before on this show. I want to revisit my contenders for last week. Shut up. Last week, I only put one in. I only put Oxide Neutrino in as a contender, and I made that the winner because it was the only one. Uh-huh. I think now I'm not going to change the winner because it's not fair on them to take that off them. I would probably change it if I was feeling meaner, but I'm not. I'm actually going to go back and put Eve in. I'm going to put Nelly in, and I'm going to put 18s in as well. So I'm actually going to go with a big pot of four. Um, I think if I could choose a winner again, it'd probably be 18s. <laughs> it's 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 great. Who do you think you it's, are?
1: It's almost. Do you think you're the British government, just like tapping back into your paperwork and changing documents? Just you know.
0: Well, that, yeah. If they can do it, I can do it. There's
1: Boris of Boris of the Modious oh, Moddy right let, there.
0: Let's not. Oh, I don't like that comparison mm. at all. Don't enjoy that at all. <laughs> no, I, it's really grown on me a lot. It really, really has. I've fr- from there ended up listening to or watching the videos of some of the Abba, <laughs> ABBA the Abba tribute songs. They got them, you know, their first album. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're honking. They're terrible. But the, the upside down is a tune sorry everyone I take it, it all really, back it is a jam. yeah I take it all back it is a jam. Yeah. on a different note we've had one from Tamsin uh, who relates to a thing from two weeks ago
4: hi Liam Hey, Scott hope you're good just a little voice note to say that thoroughly 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 enjoying your podcast I love the naughtiest naughty it is just such a lush trip down memory lane for me and every week I'm just like oh my god I remember that song oh my god I remember that song and it's just brilliant I am maybe an episode or two behind but I am working my way through them and I had such a good laugh when you played O-Town's Liquid Dreams because I remember that song very well when I was younger I used to spend a bit of time in America as a kid and they used to play it on TRL like every day and the girls would go wild for it but I think really... It's only as you get older, you think, oh, actually, that song is really quite grotesque. Um, apparently, it was one of the most expensive videos of all time, up there with Michael Jackson's Scream, which I think is quite possibly the most expensive video. And it was just dreadful. I mean, it was a catchy song, but it was a little bit sick. So yeah, not really sure who thought that was a bright idea, but whatever. So yeah, that uh, <laughs> it's just ooh it gives me it gives me the heebie-jeebies now. But yeah, loving all the rest of the tracks. I had no idea that um Christina Milian wrote play by Jennifer well, Jennifer Lopez play. I love that song. That's quite possibly one of my favorite JLo songs ever. Whenever I hear it, it just makes me want to get up and dance. Yeah, just there's a, been such a great mix of music lately. And uh, I'm just loving it. So thank you very much. You're the highlight of my week. Love listening to the podcast. It's brilliant. Keep up the good work. And if you ever need a female perspective on anything, well, just give us a shout.
1: Oh, I love... Yeah, I love the fact that she's saying these things. This is so validating.
0: Yeah, I know. Because there's been a lot of people who've been happy to go. It's a jam, it's a tune. We kind of drilled into the finer points of just how... Ugh, it is. Uh, Tamsin agrees, and and she says there, female perspective is what we needed for that one because we really did. You know, we really did, and we'll happily use you again in the future. So thanks, Tamsin, for that. Much
1: appreciated. Uh, Matt on Twitter said, loved fragments. You're alive, a real feel good dance track, and one I loved here on a night out. Uh, one you could get lost in. Who's that girl? Classic R and B exclamation mark. One that was played on repeat. And oh, BB Mac should have had more success than they did. Their album was great too. Mm. And Mark on Instagram on last week's Dracula said this lot reminds me of a pop festival in Bellahouston Park in Glasgow called Iron Brew Live and Loud <laughs> with the who's who of pop and dance acts fragment were one of them as well as stinks from the Scottish health Poor smoking advert <laughs> 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 and uh, I remember Hearsay being tipsy on stage and Darius mm. wearing a kilt debuting his future single on stage I think but from that lot Eve again I was really disappointed of the version of the single and it took me years later to find the video version and was the video version uh the one that was featured on the track promo cd potentially but it's the horns on version that we are looking oh. for on streaming platforms by the way if you're looking specifically for that stuff i didn't know that we'll have to go and find that and, uh, and
0: change it in the playlist i guess mm. one final thing before we move into this week's tracks so last week i mentioned on twitter that there was a classic Scott story in the episode. If you haven't already heard it, go and check it out. It relates to a house. Um, <laughs> where was it? where was the house again? Galway, in the Republic of Ireland. Galway. There mm-hmm. you go. So our mate Kai replied to it and asked if it's higher or lower in the ranking than the infamous shit in a butter tub story
1: <laughs> um it, 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 it ranks lower in the sense that you know i could actually tell on this podcast whereas i think if i told the shit in a butter tub story on a public platform there's no coming back from that i can't ever have a job after that it wasn't me it was not me i was there yeah 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 but we really really oh i don't know i can't it's it's <laughs> it's may, bad may, maybe someday we'll, we'll
0: have to work towards it we'll get you more comfortable we'll loosen you up and then we'll maybe, maybe, maybe the end of this 10 year journey of these 10 years of pop music that's the final thing we do <laughs>
1: potentially yeah
3: hmm
1: okay. just, just, just um, when we
0: can't get cancelled after that we can't get cancelled if it's the end <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's it yeah okay great 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 yeah uh, we want to hear from you though generally send your voice notes and emails to naughty zero pod at gmail.com please and tweets to at naughty zero zero pod and we're also on facebook and instagram at tnn pod thank you very much coming up on today's episode we have got debuts from sunshine anderson and 3lw both with severe man problems, and Radiohead take us on a disturbed trip into their doomy minds. There's a new boy band in town who'll get you on your feet in more ways than one,
0: and Dido returns with something very familiar. But first. On May 27th, 2001, we were blessed with six brand new entries all of which are coming on this show today and there's a brand new number one after a month of Jerry and S Club going back and forth we finally have a new table topper and it comes in the form of DJ Pied Piper and the Master of Ceremonies this is Do You Really Like It?
5: Like it, do you really like it? Well, of an in love in love and in love and in like this. you you really like it, is it, is it love and love and in love love and it in it, it. like that. in love love and it, really like it? in like this. Do you really like it? Is it is it in love in love
1: so this consists of DJ Pied Piper, the MCs DT, Melody, Sharky P, and the unknown MC. What a start to this week's episode! Yeah, even the names rhyme.
0: Oh, they do! That's how you know you got a great lyrical squad there. All the names rhyme with each other for a great. Like that, that—that's that,
1: that, a verse in and of itself. It really is. I literally must have thought I was in the crew, right? Because no one that lived in my bedroom did a better hard core. You know the score <laughs> than me or the. Do, 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 I'm coming. <laughs> it was just. All about me, like I literally thought I was Pied Piper and the crew at this point in my life, just a jam. This, I think, everyone would feel lost in this one. I think, well, th- there's a few things to
0: note. First of all, I mean, that th- we spoke a lot in the past about tracks that have these rap verses. That does anybody really know what they're saying? Does anybody really know what they're actually talking about? Only when you realise and you read through it, you know, like like we have, like going through what it means and stuff. Is that it? Re- it's really, it's not really about anything, is it? It's not really, it's, it's not really a lyrically dense you know, super intelligent track. It's just vibe. This entire thing is just vibe. Yeah. Don't, don't, there's no, there's no point dissecting it because it's just a vibe. That's my that's my point of view. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just about being there and yeah. enjoying it.
1: I've put down that it's, I've put down that it's fully understandable Yeah. and that it is for yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. and yeah. it literally is for everybody. It's, it's kind of like, a UKG song you know what mm-hmm. I mean and it's it's not too heavy it's not too light it's got a massive guitar hook it's so big it's got your chantable parts of it that you want to you want to do I do think that I do think it says something like I think it's got the right amount of intellect and depth it's not too much it's not too little there are lyrics there that you can kind of link up with and stuff but for me Maybe so far on the UKG side of things, this is like the perfect porridge. You would actually say, uh, you know, this UKG is just right mm. in many respects. Mm. But like, it is a bop. It is a vibe. It's a bop. It's it's everything that kids these days just say. Yeah, I still say jam. People say bops and vibes.
0: I I I, I go jam. I think it's old school jam. The the, the, the the makeup of the track is very interesting. I think you could mistake part of it for Craig David tracks. It had, especially the guitar vibes, have that Craig David feel to them. Mm-hmm. I, the 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 drop as it goes from the verses and the rap bits back to the ding 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 of the guitar, mm-hmm. like it's such a big like sort of drop off a cliff back to that thing. The way it builds back towards that is beautiful. Like the way it builds back towards getting to that rap first where it gets more
1: intense. Yeah. Summer summary beauty. Summary garage beauty. I can't oh, yeah. get enough of this. Yeah. It, it changes up perfectly as well. And I think I can remember in the early stages knowing that oh that's that song that changes constantly mm. but always comes back to just a, a piece of bliss. But even the guitar and at that point, the guitar in the early stages felt really Asian. You know, yeah. maybe maybe Chinese, maybe Japanese. You know, there was something really Eastern about it at the time. And it just it just felt like something that was clearly from London with that extra little bit of diversity mm. chucked in on top of it yeah. too, but um, I loved it. The video, we have them, it feels naughty because they're on a roof, so it gives me pirate radio vibes because yes. they're on a London rooftop. Yes. They've, they're they baller enough because they're in a nice apartment and there's like stuff going down in the apartment. Um, and just with their mannerisms, their behavior and their vibe, they're just like, Cool enough so this really ticks a naughty box that before I analysed it I wouldn't have gone oh that's naughty, it's naughty, it really is naughty. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: It definitely evokes the eastern feel that
0: you've described because it has a gong at the start yeah. and they do say Enter the Dragon which <laughs> yeah, I mean, I obviously Enter the Dragon is its own thing, it's a film with Bruce Lee but also it reminded me of Cisco because he was very dragon themed as well wasn't he? Cisco loved oh, his dragon. Yeah. He
1: had danced like a truck, yeah. truck, truck guys like what, what, yeah, what? Yeah he though? did, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I-, I don't know how much more to say, it's just one of those tracks, it's got a great sample from packs. Back in there, uh, one of the biggest tracks of the year, indeed one of the biggest tracks of the decade. <sighs> it's uh, yeah, and it, it I, I, it's one of those tracks that doesn't need, in my opinion,
1: doesn't need to be like pulled apart. It's just what it is. It's just vibe, vibe, vibe. Yeah, I want to think. You know, if you go to a fourteen-year-old, I would be devastated if I went, "Do you really like it? Is it is it wicked?" <sighs> and they didn't know the response. And they just stared blankly. At it. Oh, oh, I would be gobsmacked, devastated. If I did it to my niece. Charles, i think i would just probably actually get some sort of hamilton response as opposed to a pied piper response but i am waiting i'm waiting for a proper ukg response there and i'll be devastated whenever you know you realize it hasn't reached all demos but big 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 tune good start very good start
0: so last week we did our little quiz that you brought to the table, which was for Eve, who's that girl? <laughs> uh, you gave me some little clues as to which which, which girl it was, and uh, I had to respond back with la 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 la. This week we'll have another question song. So naturally, I'm going to ask you some things. I'm going to ask you about some things that were around in this sort of time. er, Early noughties things. Mm -hmm. I'll ask you, do you really like it? And you've got to respond with, we're loving it, loving it, loving it. Or (laughs) just whatever you really feel, you might not like all of these things. First of all, found out this was invented in the early '90s, or certainly became available in the early '90s. sat navs do you really like it i'm loving it loving it loving it i'm loving it like that where'd we be without sat navs i know yeah gosh well in the middle of a field mm-hmm. the weakest link do you
1: really like it Ooh, i'm loving it Anne robinson i'm loving it like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> body glitter <laughs> this was a thing edible body glitter edible, bloody gl- <laughs> edible bloody, body glitter um Sure, if you like.
1: Edible body <laughs> glitter.
0: I'm loving it like that. MySpace. Were you on MySpace? Oh, yeah. Was was
1: was, was mm. this a thing in the countryside? It was. It was very much an English thing compared... We were on Bebo at this point. Was oh. I on Bebo at this point? I was very much a Bebo person. But yeah, and I think because Justin Timberlake bought it, didn't he? So I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. I'm loving, <laughs> I'm it, loving it, like it like that. that. Juicy Couture <laughs> Valua tracksuits. <laughs> oh, no. Um... She had dumped like a truck, truck, truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in the bed. That's what that was called for.
3: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, This one might fare better The iPod Do you really like it? Is
1: it it wicked I'm loving it Loving it Loving it I'm loving it like this How could you dislike the iPod It's just changed the game It was quite big back then To be fair And like Mm -hmm. the fact that There was hardly any buttons on it And you had to like Just move your thumb around Yeah Blew people's minds It was so confusing For the most basic thing in the world The power couple Of Brad Pitt And Jennifer Aniston (laughs) Mm. As as
0: a as a Friends fan, as a Jennifer Aniston fan, were you were, were you also a Brad fan, or were you one of those fans who was kind of like he's not good enough for her?
1: Yeah, kind of was. To be fair, oh. I didn't. And even when he's in Friends, was a weird there's a tension in there and I think she shows him up as an actress to be fair because I think he's really awful in Friends in his episode mm. how can I respond to that one mm. upside down Baz. <laughs> <laughs> my grades just went from A to D there you go <laughs> uh, and finally Dance Dance Revolution ooh that changed that changed and alleys all over the country <laughs> didn't it loving it like this yeah there we go mm-hmm.
0: if you have any things you want Scott to review in the form of DJ Pied Piper <laughs> in the future then um, do send them in they can be from oh, the noise dude. they can be anything generally um, send them in and I'll put them to Scott um, as DJ Pied Piper and we'll have fun with that cheers yeah I need to have better
1: I need to have better bin songs you know if it's good in the bin I need, I need to have, come up with some better stuff Yeah.
0: yeah if, if, you've got, if you've got a good bin song better than upside down because we've already agreed that's quite a tune um, <laughs> it is a jam yeah. send that in as well So we've already heard this before in the form of Eminem and Stan. This is the song that the sample came from. It's like a whole song, would you believe it? It's Dido and Thank You.
1: I'm going to disappoint people in this one because I feel like through this episode, it's exposing all of the lyrics that I had completely misheard and got wrong when I was younger. (laughs) So, and this is quite disappointing because I'm actually Irish and I'm addicted to tea. I had no idea that the first line was, my tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all. I didn't know it said tea. I thought based on the song, it was her tears have gone cold and that she was just like up all night, you know, crying over the memory foam and just like in her pit. Whinging her head off, like she's, um, she, she's, she's the, the tears have been there so long they're just frozen to her face. Which I think mine's makes more sense than my tea's gone cold. My tears have gone cold because you know they come out warm and then they chill in your face and actually life's miserable.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I, uh, I've, I've 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 always heard tea. Have you? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting insight into your side. When, oh, sorry. I, I, hang on. Is that a, is that a recent discovery or did you also think it was tears when we did Eminem? I thought it was tears. With Eminem. Oh. Mhm. Oh, right. Yeah. Strange. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. This is seen by many as a big jam. It's the third single from the debut album No Angel, which was the tenth biggest selling album of the 21st century so far, which is pretty big. It's also on the soundtrack to Sliding Doors. Oh yeah. Which also has that aqua track turn back time, yeah. which is so anomalous mm-hmm. because it's not a cheesy pop song. It's kind of, uh, kind of serious and um, and serene. Incredible. This was also song of the Air at the ASCAP Awards in 2002, which just means. It got played in the radio loads And everyone loved it mm-hmm. Do you like it, Scott? Do you really like it? Is it, is it wicked? I'm loving
1: it, loving it, loving it I'm <laughs> loving it like that Yeah, no, well, we'll, I think We'll have to stop is, doing that I know, yeah, sorry We're totally stealing Dino's thunder here, aren't we? With DJ Pipe pilot <laughs> yeah. I think it's really beautiful It's really odd because I remember When this was on the music channels I would watch this and watch this And watch this and watch this So it went in my ears a lot But I still feel like today as an adult It's the first time I've really heard it mm-hmm. Just in the actual research for it you know, it's a song that's about her bouts of depression and how she lost her house. But this is how this is how good this was, because actually we've discussed, you know, sometimes with the slower ballads and stuff, you know, I would I would know them. I would avoid them. But with this one, I always sat and watched the music video. So it shows how good the music video was. But I love this. I love the story within it. I think it's really powerful. And actually, you know, we've discussed this whole, you know, love being your savior and, you know, being, kind of very dependent on somebody else within a relationship. And in some circumstances we've discussed about how intense that can be. This isn't one of those songs. And I think actually this is a good example. If we go back to Mel C I Turn to You, mm. whenever she's talking about her depression and anxiety, the songs are actually really similar. And I think that if you if you think and listen to what Mel C is saying, it's actually a really caliber track, the same as Dido. And I think these two are really, really big. The message is really similar. The story and the way that Dido and Mel C both pull it off, it's, it's not creepy. Mm. Um, there's no kind of possessiveness to it. Yeah. And the the bits that are intense are, like, lovely in a, in a, in a sense. And they don't... They're, it's romantic, but it doesn't do the romantic creepy test. So I think that there's lots about this that's really special. Structurally, it's interesting. I mean, I... Heard this a little while ago because I
0: was in I was painting my old house and um, this came on shuffle and it you know gets to the nod so bad not so bad I immediately went dear slim and it didn't happen because it was this <laughs> so what I'm saying is I do prefer Eminem's version uh, th- this is still good I think structure it's interesting how it starts off was two verses that are kind of th- are like the same structure then you get a chorus where it's like a very uplifting thing that really lights me up that chorus mm-hmm. i'm not a spiritual person i'm not a religious person but i did feel the the light shining through it is it is it's, it's, it's an awakening moment in the song mm-hmm. then it goes to a new verse after the chorus and it's a totally different structure it's a totally different makeup and i found that that's that, that's power of her for being able to think of like multiple different structures to fit in the same song i think it proves what a great songwriter she is yeah and she manages to pull off with some very simplistic writing as well like in terms of the lyrics that she writes none of it is i don't know it's it's not poetic like some songs are it's just real it's just speaking thought it's just, it's just speaking thoughts out loud yeah and i found that really interesting as well mm-hmm. in terms of dido's voice we know she's dependable she's always very very good very solid she's kind of crowing here there's a there's a crowing element to it that I don't know how I feel about, but on the whole, on the whole, yeah, I don't like it as much as the last one because the last one was like a really interesting like massive attack thing. This one was more ballady, and I you know, but it still has those trip hop elements that yeah. I, I like as well. I think yeah. we
1: get some really good stuff. I I think that I might have mentioned this the last time we discussed Dido, but there's a, a track called Hunter from Dido that I really really loved because. You know, whenever it's an underperforming single and it's just something that you feel like you've semi-discovered yourself, even mm-hmm. though it was getting radio play and stuff. Yeah. I remember feeling like I was really by myself and loving that one because no one else I knew liked it, but I thought it was brilliant and I loved that. But in the video for this one, thank you, she's got this tiny little bungalow in America, which is sandwiched between two big skyscrapers and she's being evicted. And it just shows you her kind of very nonchalant attitude to people coming in and packing up her house and then her getting removed. And then yeah, as it zooms out, you see it as two big skyscrapers and it's just, it's some... It's symbolic, it's it's art, it's it's everything, but mm. yeah, Dido throwing down her signature signs and showing off that, you know, she really she can break America? Yeah. Before she breaks the UK? Totally, yeah.
0: The video's the video's so sad because as you say, she is so nonchalant and so you know, it, it's it's almost like a it's like a it's like a sad puppy. Yeah. Like then the, you know, there's a sadness there that isn't like fully obvious. It's just like there's a really like sort of you wouldn't want to disappoint a puppy and you're disappointing this puppy here in Dido. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a shot where she, her like flower bed gets steamrolled, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Oh, that made me really sad. I mean, the house getting pulled apart's one thing, but just the flower bed getting rolled over by a big steamroller, I was just like, "Oh, that's so, oh." Well,
1: that's the only greenery oh. that was probably in Manhattan, where it looks like it's set, you know. So yeah, that, that, was that, that, that might be why. Right, yeah. Global devastation. That was deforestation of Manhattan, right there on a on a large scale. Five pansies being stepped on and rolled over by a steamroller, you know. Devil, devil, devil.
0: Right. Please be upstanding in the courtroom because there is a new boy band in town. Oh, I've been looking for this one. This is Blue and their debut single, All Rise.
1: So this was co-written and produced by Stargate, who we've seen a lot of so far in this podcast. This is the day... I didn't realise and I forgot this was the debut single. What Mm. a strong debut single.
0: It's strong and it's strange. It is. Because it's... it's, (laughs) I find it kind of hilarious as well. I think it's... I, I, I... i'm gonna go on record very early on and say i love this and this is my contender for the week like this is the (laughs) one to beat it's just hilarious it's just so so funny it's obviously using a metaphor of a courtroom to talk about a relationship that's fallen apart and the blame that's been shifted around i just i just think it's magnificent i'm very pissed off though because the music video is shit oh no and they totally and i only saw the video like yesterday and all all of my life, I have pictured this as a real courtroom thing, and it's not. It's just them in a big empty space with
1: some lights and some seats and some microphones performing the song. That's what they had oh. to do, though. There's so much courtroom drama in the production of that. You know, it starts with harmonica. Yeah, you know, harmonica are, are the symbolic instruments of prison. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So there, there's you. They could have and like the song is kind of overdone in the prisonness of it. Anyway, a, a prison or a courtroom scene video would have been way too much and it wouldn't have <laughs> it wouldn't have shown them off because what you needed here is i think you know these guys come in as lads of the harmont and you've said that there's so much f- that's quite funny about it that I remember whenever I first heard this that actually there was that element of it where it was who are these guys what the hell is this and then you're like oh oh, actually it's good is is, is it rubbish oh hold on these guys can sing oh they look normal oh they're masculine you know there was a weird everything just went on like everything came into question whenever this came along
0: it's just the novelty of it it's just the fact that as you say it is their first song and it's like it's got a a whole concept to it it's got like it's got like layers to it and a a proper concept that make it so interesting Mm -hmm. Blue come across so so well and I think one thing i do like about the video is that the outfits and the looks that they're doing and the way they carry themselves it's all aged well yeah. even ni- 19 years on mm-hmm. you couldn't look back at this and go oh what are they wearing or oh, what are they doing they, they just looked apart from the off, and I think that never really changed with Blue. They, each individual role was really well marked out. The harmonies worked well. There's a real soulful quality about Blue. Like, there is a kind of a... Almost like a... This is this is a really weird comparison, but like a JLS feel to it is how they're put together. Like, there's a very clear... How they've been selected, and yeah. how they've been, you know, orchestrated, and how they've been, like, written the songs for each m- member. Mm-hmm. It, all, it all carries across really well. And I'm looking forward to what happens with Blue over the next few years I mean this this album this came from All Rise was the album as well you've got this you've got Too Close If You Come Back and Fly By Two that is four that is four yeah. knockout singles like who had a better year this year in terms of quality of tracks consistently mm-hmm. across the year than Blue who had that oh. who had that at
1: all yeah I have this marked down as an intro just right but yeah. then actually when I listened to the intro I was like oh for god's sake Scott's got the lyrics wrong again here and um, <laughs> you know it's just I think there's a little time called Gertville, that's just full of replacement <laughs> lyrics on walls that just show me up but it's so it starts with your honor please gonna believe what i say Your Honor, please gonna, gonna believe, believe what i say and then in my head it's always said you're on a bridge gonna believe and i'm like Whoa. <laughs> for years i thought what's this bridge got to do with it
0: what's, what's okay, going on so- so, so what I've just said there, it's about a courtroom. Have you gone, is it?
3: <laughs> I, knew,
1: uh, I, I knew the rest. I was like, what's the bridge got to do with the courtroom? Because I can completely see that this is like a, a, a semi-legal drama of some sort. You know it. But, and weirdly enough, whenever I've listened to it. So I, I love the song. I think it's really good. The second Lee Ryan came in. I just remembered how gutted I was when he left Strictly the other year. He just got voted out way too soon. And mm. I was devastated because he was like, I thought he was one of the ones that started fine, but had big potential to really like go on a mm. go on a journey on Strictly and I was devastated but it actually made me miss Lee Ryan and Strictly as yeah. soon as I heard his voice come in but what a voice it's
0: an, it's, it's an, I think they've all got brilliant voices but he obviously gets those big dramatic parts across the whole of blues mm-hmm. you know discography he gets those big moments it's the same and if you come back he has the I swear which I obviously can't do um, sorry about that mm-hmm. I, I I like watching their performances on you know their live performance on TV shows and stuff because every time a new person comes on and sings their part the, the audience just goes batshit oh, girls lost their minds for blue oh. we'll, we'll get to this when it gets to this the next single from blue but they performed because i was watching an old episode smtv live because i like watching all episodes smtv live and um blue were on performing too close which is of course a song about erections yeah. only slight changes get made at the song there's still mention of a little bolt coming through and <laughs> maybe <laughs> that, my,
1: if i got the lyrics wrong if you got the lyrics wrong i thought it said a little poke coming through on you i think it's i think it's bolt
3: what? Oh, oh. i think it's Are I, we gonna-
1: I think it's <laughs>
0: i've I've, I've always heard both i I thought it said i feel a little poke coming through on
1: you yeah uh, okay well i've got a story about that one when we get there then if my lyrics are wrong right okay yeah
0: no but like every time a new person comes forward they just the the, the crowd go insane and i think like blue. i think I, i i probably did that at my age i think even watching the videos like yesterday i felt myself doing it as well <laughs> like anthony steps forward and i go anthony i love you anthony that's so sweet I, I just think they're great i just think they're so great i love blue i've always loved blue and i always will
1: i had not really engaged with them as a band at this point i'd engage with the song so like i like the song again like i said i don't really remember it being the debut single but i knew obviously the wrong words but i knew the song and um, would like play along and contribute to it and stuff mm. the guitar in it i think is really strong the bassline is a yes 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 and you know as much as there's punishment for number four for the times you've been faking surely there should be a BAFTA there too if somebody's been faking something (laughs) because that's as far as I'm concerned from a female perspective that is very hard done so congratulations to Mm, get rid of that. Yeah sure. This was a number four I think this is actually a number one calibre track. It totally is
0: I think maybe if they were swapped around and maybe if something else came first that eased them in mm-hmm. then this will, be a num- this, this will be a number one in any other circumstance maybe just because they're new number four is respectable though it doesn't change the fact for me that it's 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 a number one in my head I was surprised when it was number four I was very surprised to see that it wasn't number one but they they do, they,
1: they do have them coming up they do remember how many singles it took Atomic Kitten to start getting number ones and the risks yeah, they, had they had to take in sh- their first album but, <laughs> yeah but know. they were shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they were big reunion calibre they were all of like a, they were all of a, a little elf weren't they mm. and i remember these guys did the first big reunion i didn't actually watch the second big reunion but what's the first one i just was annoyed they were in it because they'd never officially broken up uh, um, no and they didn't they didn't have a backstory and they were chucked in to pull in the audience but i was angry at them for a few years reignited my love for lee whenever he did strictly and then just listening to the song and going back through and watching the video i have all of this love for blue that i didn't have back in 2001
3: mm.
0: I just wish there was more tracks like this that <laughs> took a took a brave step and were more than just about kind of flouncy love stuff that actually took it and put it into a concept I like the idea of more pop songs being about frustrating life events like being in a courtroom situation I just think O-Town if they had binned off their song about spunk in the bed and instead wrote a song about double shifts at work or whatever or if like BB Mac if they're like I think their heartthrob crooner sound would lend itself really well like an, a Valentine's Day trip to a or something like that just those inconveniences and I think Justin Timberlake would never Ever have left NSYNC if they wrote a song about collecting a parcel from the Sorton office that horrible experience never never ever you know what I mean never ever before we move on to Radiohead and we'll, we'll stay with Blue for one second I really hope that Too Close doesn't get the Liquid Dreams treatment I know uh-huh. it's about erections and stuff and grinding on girls but I, I, I really hope when we get to it we don't realise that actually it's just as bad as that I uh, uh, dem,
1: dem, dem, mm. <laughs> Mm mm-hmm you're making it hard for me yeah um (laughs) we're not heading in good direction with that one (sighs)
0: bollocks i might need to be a hypocrite for that one because i do really like yeah (sighs) where are our principles anyway a man who does have principles is tom york and he's part of the band radiohead this is their single pyramid song
1: is the lead single from the fifth studio album amnesiac and it is the first in four years honestly we've discussed several times that i'm a sucker for piano mm, oh jesus mm, the piano mm. when this bad boy honestly just has me drooling yeah
0: we, we've mentioned the vibes of dj pied pipe we've mentioned the the sort of the, the jam factor of blue and then there's radiohead and whatever you want to call this i we, so last week we mentioned Doing our little quiz about Cameron Diaz. That's how I got one of the answers to the question because you said you made a documentary about this or made made a thing about this for university, and I was like, "Oh, Cameron Diaz," because I'm guessing you meant something about Mary wanking. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> my university project was a drama about a guy who God, wanks about something, God. and it gets him. Anyway, there's no need to go into. I'll, I'll leave. Can I'll leave we go a... back to the shit in the butter, please? <laughs> <laughs> anyway basically it's quite depressing and quite sad and I, I contemplated using this song as part of it that should tell you where i where this sits with me I, it's yeah this was nearly in my very dark depressing radio drama anything
1: from Radiohead could have gone into your radio drama though because that's what they do they have the ability to in in two lines take you from the highest high of your life to the lowest low yeah and this one isn't actually as depressing as i thought it would be no like i didn't i i expected to enjoy this because it's been a while since i've heard it um, and i was looking forward to actually analyzing it and i think there is so much juxtaposed beauty in this one actually but right you've got those piano chords they're mysterious they're the strangest kind of use of the the chords that they've actually they've used you've got a really strange complex time structure which just Just exposes the intelligence behind the construction Mm, of this track, mm. and just as you like, so you fall. I fall in love with the piano, and just as I start to lose myself and just being in the piano, and I'm going way too piano in my head. The string section just comes in, which just relights some like massive fire. It's just like undeniably amazing, and that's actually performed by the orchestra for Saint John's, and that was done at Dorchester Abbey as well. So it's it's a real experience. So you've got. A beautiful track that is creepy, but just, you know, complete evidence of less is more lyrically Mm -hmm. and an absolute great structure and example of how to do less is more lyrically and have a major impact with your words.
0: Yeah. In terms of where this sits as part of Radiohead's discography, it came as part of Amnesiac, which was recorded alongside Kid A, which was a big departure from Radiohead's previous sound. You know, they'd done OK Computer by this point. They'd done their more stadium rock sort of years the early beginnings of them being like a rock band by this point maybe some fans would have hoped that they would have had A as their experimental one then gone back to the rock sound but they didn't they doubled down Mm -hmm. and they've never really gone back to that ever since they've always been this yeah if you could compare it to anything they've done in recent years you'd say that it's quite similar to the bond theme they wrote because they wrote a bond theme for the last bond film spectre that sam smith did instead but they I think we're close to having it picked, and it wasn't chosen in the end. But it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and it th- this this to me has a very bond quality. I guess it is those strings, and I guess it is that piano, and I guess it is that big feel, that big boost it has when it goes towards uh, the stringy section. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just they musical geniuses. I, I'm surprised. This well, I, I, I guess I'm surprised. I, okay. Is the pop charts the right place for a band like Radiohead? Because I, I know this sold because it's a single mm-hmm. from one of the biggest bands in the world, but this just feels so out of place. And I guess I'm almost impressed that it got to number five, but R- Radiohead and the pop charts at this point don't feel like they're a... And it's, it's no surprise we don't see them again after this. We don't see them
1: again, no. I don't think. Well, I think actually, there's. A, is there, I think we do get more, I think we might get another number five out of there or a number six in the future, uh, if memory serves me correctly, just of my my past experience. But um, yeah, so for me, it's the whole, some people land in the top 10 that's surprising, not because they don't deserve a top 10 in the tracks, not brilliant, maybe they deserve a number one, but you see the people that part with their cash are album buyers. Mm-hmm. So we don't expect to see them necessarily in this podcast. Yeah. So that fact that they've got a number five in this, is pretty much like before anybody bought the album, they all bought the single and then bought the album, so they made twice as much money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, which yeah. is really, which is really smart. But I love the way that the lyrics in this play with you. Right, you've got this like lyrical juxtaposition of the black eyed angels. Like that's a thing in itself. But then it just complements the use of the notes and the gaps in construction. So like you get this like there's there's an evil element to it. It's all really euphoric and it's really heavenly and oh there's just there's so much in it. Plus Radiohead just reminds me of the Tommy Tiernan episode of Father Ted, so um <laughs> I'm kind of I'm in and whenever we do karaoke with mates, we always sing creep. So like yeah, tick 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 <laughs> I thought you were gonna say this is your karaoke song. Can you imagine like karaoke? <laughs> no, we do, do creep, we do creep as karaoke. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, well, I, I will choose Tom Jones' Sex Bomb, obviously, because it's me. Yeah. Um, and then Laura, my mate's wife, needs a, a partner. So um, yeah, we'll do a bit of Creep every so often together. So what a selection you get whenever I come around your house for some karaoke. Creep is acceptable, but pyramid song, just to
0: go on record, not a karaoke. <laughs> especially if you do the full Tom York, because Tom York's got a certain way of delivering his words, especially in the more recent years, he's kind of really embraced the fact that yeah. he just slurs and goes nuts with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom York at karaoke, what a laugh that'd be. I wonder if I wonder if he loves doing like Whitney Houston tracks. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Right, big tonal shift as we move away from Radiohead towards uh, some American ladies. This is 3LW, their debut single. It's called No More. Baby, I'ma do right. <laughs>
1: up to number six in the chart i didn't actually recognize it and see it coming but when i'd had lunch today with my friend kaylee i told her we were going to cover it and she was like oh yeah i remember that one kaylee just knew everything that was in the radio lived in swindon so had like just all sorts of genres chucked down her she was like getting so much in her ears but i recognised the chorus but i've since forgotten it now
0: i can't hear any of it i can't recall any of it mm. i liked it at the time it's it's a it's a solid RP. and r&p r&b pop jam i don't think it's much more than that the fact i can't remember it doesn't you know But yeah, the, 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 i don't
1: even think it's that solid to be honest mm. i have i do have issues that have, i've been really negative on all of my notes for it
0: oh right okay mm. i will okay I'll, I'll go with a positive note then the first voice you hear is keely and she's got a lisp Ooh. and that isn't that you know you don't hear those you don't hear those in pop music very much because they're not represented enough you know i think they're kind of hidden away they try and mask those i like that they went straight in with
1: a it was a girl with a lisp and i think that i i was really encouraged by that i just heard the auto tune for the openers it was a bit overdone okay so i i, lie, I have to, i have put some positive stuff down so i said lyrically it is good there is definitely a story to be told there but it's just hidden around other things that feel outdated i don't for a second believe them mm. you know they're telling you this actual really powerful story and i'm like yeah i don't i don't feel that yeah video there's a BMW X5. So we've discussed Volkswagen Beetles. We've discussed we've discussed BMW Z3s, X5s. Now are creeping in. X5 back then was like the rangy. You know, whenever you're like Range Rovers and Mercedes are the mm. drug dealers' cars these days. X5 was kind of getting it a little bit. But um, yeah, I this this is like right, and this is one to highlight. And God Almighty, how many times am I? I'm going to mention Spice Girls every episode for the <laughs> whole of the decade, right? This is and. We had differing opinions about "Holler" and how good of an R&B track it was. Mm. If we if we listen now to the chorus of "Holler" again. Holler is a prime example of what this should have been mm. production-wise. Mm. And yeah, Holler's story is a different kinky story. This one is more of a cheater story. But we should be listening to this song the way we were listening to Holler. But the bass line isn't correct. The production feels a little bit outdated. It should have been a late 90s track. It's kind of like trying to be a TLC without ever having caught up mm. on the years for mm. it and stuff. So it says, and I feel really harsh for this one because there's absolutely nothing unlikable about the girls or anything like that but yeah just I feel like they might have drawn the short straw with the team around mm. them unfortunately
0: they're all very young and they, they look and sound like a young you know, machine processed girl band. Yeah. Rap verse. Rap verse is a highlight for me, though. Did enjoy the rap verse. Okay. Generally speaking, one of my, note, one of my notes does say my ears enjoy this. <laughs> they, they, they they don't now because I can't hear it. But at the time, they did. I'll I'll go and check back on it. But I think we, we all we all know it's not going to be a contender for either of us. It's funny you mentioned that it's a Cheetah song because two of the band went on to go be part of the Cheetah Girls, which was the Disney Channel group that raven simone was in oh so 3lw had similar destiny's child issues with one member being kind of forced out they got a new girl in but by that point they'd already started working with disney so the band couldn't do much because disney wasn't too keen on 3lw and the raunchier look that they'd inhibited by the year 2002 so -hmm. you know that that that's not going to work for disney in the way they do things so it all kind of fell apart but yeah And it fades out at the end. Final note, it fades out at the end. No need. mm -hmm. Doesn't need that. Doesn't need it. So, a few weeks ago, I was in my house at a free house, and um, I had a bottle of brown ale. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was really nice. It was really, really nice, and um, I had a taste for it. It's my first drink I had in a while, and I thought, you know what? I quite fancy another drink. So I went to Tesco and I bought myself four cans of Guinness, oh, shit. and I put on the music channels. I put on Kiss, and this came on, and I lost my shit. This is Sunshine Anderson, and heard it all before.
3: Yeah. Shut you not
1: This is the debut single from the debut solo album, you're wanna. I massive yes, yes, yes for me. This is what 3LW needed to be. Mm-hmm. So they both have equally as powerful stories, and this one. Is no, right. If you watch the video, you get like a little bit of garbage talk at the at the start, mm. and it's that stops it kind of from being an intro juice. But if you judge the radio edit, you have an intro juice pretty much, yeah. and it gets down to it. But this is exactly what we needed. This is this is way more than a number nine in our chart. This yeah. is well underperformed.
0: Sunshine, she's
1: fierce. The the lyrics
0: she says and the way she delivers them, she's so directed and pointed. And I think based on the ferocity of her delivery and the lyrics and the actions that he's you know this fictional man or maybe even a real man has committed you kind of hope that this is really it like you know what she's saying you hope that she sticks by it because she sounds like she really bloody means it i i admire the the force of it yeah Yeah.
1: i think this to me this is Destiny's child caliber of a track this is a say my name Mm. like this Mm -hmm. and it's it's probably actually a little bit better than say my name because obviously there was there was the trickster (laughs) side of say my name that i was just a bit unhappy with where i'm just like you know just just go for it and everything sunshine anderson does in this track is what i wanted say my name to be so you've got funk in there you've got soul it's relatable there are harmonies in it that come in that's brilliant you've got hooks galore in it as well too baby this baby that mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so much in that and i love the fact that she's took control of that situation and it's her that shot him down because it is in 2001 you know there was just different attitudes to relationships mm-hmm. and There's so much more information about how to have healthy relationships available now. But the fact that 2001, she's kicking him to the curb is good news.
0: Yeah, really good news. I like the lyric, what were you thinking, bringing her into our home, in our bed? You must have fell and bumped your head. That's just like... (laughs) Fuck you, you dick. That is um, some the,
1: 2001 <laughs> deep
0: Humpty Dumpty shit. Yeah, yeah man. The track's, the track's just full of that and I, I think um, that's what I mean by I hope that I hope that she means it. I hope that she sticks by her word because the words that she says are so forceful.
1: Yeah. yeah. At this point, she was being managed by Macy Gray. Isn't that Oh, mental? really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So she'd kind of been discovered by somebody important's friend walking past her, I think, singing in college and then things spiraled from there. Then she was being managed by Macy Gray in this point and then she actually ended up being managed by, I think this is way after everything's kind of died down. I think I want to say 2004. It's not in my notes. Uh, Beyonce's dad's label. Oh. So she ended up getting some, like, uh, what's his name again? Beyonce's Matthew dad knows. knows. Matthew knows. Yeah, so um, ended up doing some stuff with Matthew knows at this point. But this has got a great bridge. I think the bridge has been sampled in some dance tracks that I know too. So it's really good. I think it's you used to hold on to your every word. So it's mm, been used loads. Mm. But there's a scene in Cougar Town, and I love Cougar Town. And <laughs> Cougar Town's like the thing that me and my wife absolutely love that others don't really watch, but we watch it. We have all the DVDs and we watch it as our, you know, your happy background thing. Yeah. And if you need to just release anxiety, so Cougar Town. Do you know what Cougar Town is? Do you ever watch it's it? It's the thing that Courtney Cox is in, isn't it? Yes, yeah. so it was a spin-off of Scrubs, because she was in Scrubs. As she replaced in Scrubs, she became the chief of medicine, didn't she? She replaced the chief. I can't remember what that guy's, I can't remember his name is for some strange reason. But because she was in Scrubs, she then met Krista Miller, whose husband is the writer and director of Scrubs (gasps) so then when she was in that she then went away with the Scrubs team as a spin-off so she's in it Kristen Miller's in it the actual Chief of Medicine's in it you've got the medicine's chief tom and stuff appears in it and all of them. so it's, it's it's loads of the cast and you find that there's episodes where sarah chalk's in it oh. um, who played the the blonde female um and then they're all in it in one episode where they've got todd who high fives oh. todd's cleaning the pool uh-huh. zach braff delivers a pizza donald Faison comes in sarah chalk's in it Todd, like the guy is in it the the, the chief's assistant who's the nervous wreck all of the time the dad's in it all of the things like they're, all, they're just all in it and it's really really good but um yeah i really really just love that whole thing but it's used in a scene from cougar town where courtney cox does a little bit of dirty dancing with her friend's husband kind of just on a night out like they're having some crack and stuff and it's it's just a great great moment in cougar town that i really enjoy and that song is the soundtrack to it and it just boosts it for oh. me as well
0: well the low stepper version from 2018 is one of my favorite tracks of my time working on your
1: show oh Spock. yeah uh-huh. will we listen to a bit of that yeah go on yeah.
0: So it's that point in the show again. We've done our tracks for the week just six and we need to figure out what's going where. Is it going to be a new winner this week or just a new episode winner? What's it going to be? Scott, you've just said there that Sunshine is better than Destiny Child Say My Name in some regards. So yeah, that suggests some things. Uh, we'll find out
1: what's going to be in your contenders pot and what's your episode winner, please. Cool. Well, I could easily have a pot of five, to be honest, mm. you know, this week. I'm not going to because there's only six songs. So we do scrap out of the five I do. I'm not for the logic you said, Radiohead's not good in because it is definitely an album track. The mm. Dido is great. It's not up my street and I think it's not naughty, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what I thought was going to be the winner, which isn't, in my third place, but is getting a formal pot position. DJ Pied Piper and the Masters of Ceremonies do you really like it
5: do you really like it do you really like it Well I'm in love and like this do you really like it is it is it wicked in love love and like that
1: you can't do that oh my god can you ever <laughs> do that can you say that me and not do that okay Second one, which we thought would be a contender for Destiny's Child, Sunshine Anderson, heard it all before. I heard
3: it off before all of you lies. All of your sweet talks, baby this, baby that But your lies ain't working now. Now look who's hurting it, who's hurt. I have to shut you down. Now, I have to shut you down.
1: This could be a strange week. Where we're back to each other. <laughs> blue All Rise, surprisingly, did not expect wow. to have a blue episode winner. Blue All Rise is my episode winner this week.
0: That's so surprising. I didn't think that would happen.
1: Mm. I know. Mm. It's weird because obviously I tend to lean towards women, but there's something really special here and I think we're on a really interesting blue journey. I did think i would before i even started listening to the tracks i did think pied piper was going to be the one for me mm. before i looked at anything else i thought it was going to be pied piper and sunshine anderson and then i've had a nice little surprise mm.
0: i think you can go a long time without hearing it like i did and then listen to it and go oh they're talking about a court case and just lose yourself in it <laughs> and just be i just totally and it, it, it happened a few years ago i heard this track for the first time since i was a kid and i was like oh my god this is great this is great and um well i i wait well just ask me the question please ask me the, ask me the question Liam,
1: what's in your contenders pot and what your episode winner
0: well you're you're being coy and not putting in five i'm gonna put in four. Oh right wow which which is which is unlike me because last week i put in one i know i've kind of changed that retrospectively but i'm gonna put in four off the bat tonight i'm putting in in no particular order sunshine anderson heard it all before yeah.
3: No
0: it lights me up, and I enjoy getting drunk on. Well, like, mm. it, it, <laughs> it was, it was, it was good for a bit, and then it's sad because there's nobody else there with you.
1: The Guinness does that to you. Yeah. Guinness is the saddest and, drink yeah, to drink
0: alone. Actually, it is. really, really mm-hmm. is. It, it was tasty, but I did feel horrible for the next like three mm-hmm. days. Anyway, that's would uh, besides the point. Also, going in the pot, I'm going to put in Radiohead Pyramid Song. Mm-hmm. a single mm-hmm. but as a it's a great track so you know which leaves second place DJ Pipe Piper.
5: Ooh. Do you really like it? Do you really like it? Do you really like it? We're loving it, loving it, loving it. We're loving it like this. Do you really like it? Is it is it wicked? We're loving it, loving it, loving it. We're loving it like that.
0: And number 1, I mean I said it at the very start of the review, of talking about it. This is this was the one this week. Blue All Rise. One for the money and the three rises.
1: Yeah, wow, wow. Whenever we, So whenever I said I thought you could go anyways, that was my obvious one, but I did think that you could just lose it to DJ Pied Piper and pull the cool card and mm, follow that mm. little string. But yeah, doubling up on Blue All Rise. Weird. Yeah, I am yeah. so close to starting to learn how to play a harmonica. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to do it in prison, so... <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: right, okay, wow. Wow, wow,
0: yeah.
3: wow. Decisions, oh, decisions. So decisions. Right, for okay,
1: you, okay. you've got
0: jennifer lopez love don't cost a thing and who i didn't see this coming at all you've got blue all rise mm-hmm. uh, to, to my mind the
1: best boy band song we've done so far this series yeah maybe it's actually yeah does it beat j-lo that's the question we've got Lee Ryan vocals in there that are big, big, big talking points mm-hmm. but I'm not convinced it's as global um, there is actually a little sample in there that we never really showcased as well from a 1999 track from uh, I'm trying to think it was a Norwegian hip-hop group called Multiside called Not For The Doe. not different enough not really transformative but that, that track was also
0: produced by Stargate
1: <laughs> oh, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. well, I think that was also a sample of the ping, like is it the Pinchcliffe Grand Prix theme tune yeah, as well yeah, so yeah. all sorts uh. of bits in there I'm going for, and not that I will ever ditch samples. I just don't think it's transformative enough. I'm still sticking with the global impact of JLo and what's been done with "Love Don't Cost a Thing" at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're on ten weeks now of J Lo. It's going, it's going the distance so far. Is this my? How long was Kylie? to we know? Uh, oh, I've got the spreadsheet. It was. It, it, they must be close. They must be close. They must be. Yeah, it must, they be, must close. be close.
1: Ooh. So. Janet Jackson. Has this ever been said? Janet Jackson, all for you versus Blue. All right, Liam, do your thing.
0: Oh my god, who are these Blue Boys? Who even are they? (laughs) Is what Janet will presumably have said in this contest. Look, I think when I started thinking about the idea for this show and I immediately went to Busted and then I thought maybe it isn't Busted, well what else else could it be? I'd say that Blue All Rise is one of the tracks that came in my mind Mm. and I've I've always thought it would be up there. Certainly if we do like at the end of this entire thing, if we manage to rank them somehow in like a top 10 or a top 20 list, I think I'd, I'd be remiss if Blue All Rise wasn't in that list. Yeah. And I didn't think Janet Jackson would be in that list before this show started because I hadn't heard it before. It's quite new in my life. It's a jam. It's a vibe. I feel like blue's the complete package, though. I feel like I, f- I, f- I feel like I'd regret it if I didn't do this. Is this? I'm changing to blue. Oh
1: my god! I I wouldn't sleep at night if I let this go. This is your pure shores. This is my pure shores. Yeah. <gasps> wow! 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 I'm like I'm just trying to. I'm just thinking about blue. Blue knocking off Janet Jackson. Seriously, Janet Jackson's going. Oh, that's the ones that sang in that Elton song. Whenever <laughs> yeah. Elton sang in their song, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Shit, Okay, change, change.
0: Yeah, change. As projected by just the the average of me, like, having tracks for like three weeks or so. Um, yeah, indeed, indeed, it, it's it's gone. No, there's there's no there's no way. This this is my pure shores again. I think now now I feel less bad about ditching pure shores uh-huh. because a track of an equal calibre has knocked. Wow. I think now 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 we're at the top level again. I'm just
1: gonna. I'm just gonna my spreadsheet and i'm looking three weeks ahead to see what 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 this is getting knocked off this is getting knocked off you're switching to hearsay the way to your love and you know it Oh, definitely not
0: definitely not no 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 chance yeah there you go we've 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 made some big choices normally i kind of go i can't believe i did that i can believe i did this i can this this is not out of character for me this is totally what i intended to do and this is
1: not a not a big deal for me. I'm really pleased that what we've got is we've got someone British flying the flag on this one because we are mm. going through the UK chart. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know in the in the 90s there was a big massive influx of American and yeah, pretty much America because we the Australian impact we had so far was like Madison Avenue and stuff. So yeah, it would, it's very easy to land on American artists. And I think that it's nice that we've got some homegrown stuff going off right now. We've
0: not really picked too many British people across the whole series. being Sonic, Samantha Mumba, Craig David. But generally speaking, it has been a lot of American. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, flying the flag. Uh, I'm not particularly patriotic. I don't really like Britain at the moment. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for blue. I'll do it for blue. Your thoughts are always welcome. Of course, we do our listeners' choice vote on a Saturday through till a Tuesday. This week's one, didn't really get the tails wagon particularly um, I think because of an obscure week there was a winner though 18s took it with 33.3% <laughs> ahead of Eve and Nelly tied on 306 no Eve was totally mm-hmm. losing by miles the last time I looked uh, way ahead of Oxide Neutrino who finished on 5.6% was that your own vote I didn't vote for them because by that no. point by <laughs> that by that point I'd been suckered in by 18s did you vote 18s <laughs> I did <Yeah. laughs> you
1: traitor you absolute
0: traitor <laughs> sorry Oxide Neutrino I'm very very, very sorry about that. There'll be another one this Saturday, so keep an eye on our Twitter page at Naughty00pod and cast your vote. I imagine Blue will be in there and I imagine uh, who else will be in there? Blue, I'm... It's quite... It, oh, I'm, it's... Uh, I'm DJ Pied to- Piper, Dido,
1: yeah. Yeah, I do think if Sunshine Anderson goes in, that's going to be the whole... It doesn't get the votes, but it deserves to be really mm, complete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We want you to keep sending your opinions, of course, and stories to us. We literally, we really, really get excited, like stupidly excited when we get to hear your voice. Yeah. Um, and we, we love hearing them. We love reading them. And we love sharing them on the podcast. So please keep things coming in. And I want to see your spreadsheets. Get your spreadsheet yeah, Get your spreadsheets yeah. out. Uh, You can get us on Twitter at Naughty00pod. You can get us on Facebook and Instagram at TNN Pod. And if you want to email your voice notes into us, please, naughty00pod at gmail.com. That's naughty00pod at gmail.com. Mm. Done this before. Next time. Oh, we're going to Scotland. We've got big hits from Scottish Rockers Travis, and we've got Dance Sensations Faithless. Plus, Lame is going to get excited. <laughs> A double header from Steps. <gasps> and. He didn't fare particularly well with us the last time, but Shaggy is back with the number one. Ooh, how exciting, how exciting.